Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show, episode 169. Um, 69, get it? 69. A lot of kids are laughing if they were listening to this. I don't think a lot of kids listen. Okay. Then don't worry about it. Um, it is, (laughs) I hope they don't (laughs) December 21st. We are on Christmas vacation. Whoop, whoop. And we are actually together. Mel is sitting on the couch with me and we are recording this live. I guess we're always live if we're recording them. But isn't that not live if it's recorded? Well, we're recording it and we're together. So we are, we are alive. We are alive okay. and we are spending the day together. Um, Mel came down. She had no idea. She thought we were getting, going to plan our weekend getaway. And instead she helped me haul <laughs> what? 300 blankets. Oh, more than that. Way more than that. Double that. It was three full SUV loads. Um, it was three hours of, you know, I might, I might need a little help Mel. I might know what she helped me help homeless people. She helped me help animals. We had, it was wonderful. All of these drives that my students, except for when I stepped in the poop. Okay, this is hilarious. So we went to the homeless shelter, which, man, that was um, heart wrenching. But I felt so good about amazing. what we were doing, and they were the people absolute, were amazing, and they were blown away with all of the blankets that we were given. I mean, it was amazing. But afterwards, we went and filled up the car again with all of these towels to take to a, um, an animal shelter. But we actually went to an animal hospital. And they had us go pull around back. Well, and you did tell them ahead of time. Yes. We have a whole lot of, I mean, a boatload. Not that anybody really knows how many are in a boatload. I did not say boatload. I said S-H-I-T. And now that you told me I'm not supposed to swear as much, I'm spelling. Does that still count? <laughs> so I sure. told I told the girl we had an S-H-I-T load. And she's like, oh, okay, great. So when we get there, I said, no, we don't want to carry him in the front door. We have a SHIT load. And she goes, okay, why don't you go around back of the, <laughs> of the hospital? And so I get out of the passenger side and Melissa gets out of the driver's side and I have already opened up the hatch of her SUV. And <laughs> as I'm, they're looking at how many things are coming. Their eyes are as big as saucers. And they were like, okay, wait, we need a, we need a big thing to carry. I mean, there was like, three, 400 towels that we were donating. And so as I'm starting to pull them out, I hear Melissa say, I think I just stepped in dog poop. And I (laughs) stretch my head around the corner and there is like four kaplomps, kaplomps, kaplomps. And out of the four or five kaplomps, 
four of them looked like they were smushed. Like I stepped in multiple <laughs> ones. And I mean, I hope you hear how funny Kelly oh. thought this was. <laughs> I was talking at this, at, at this event. I mean, oh. here we were trying to just do these good things. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. And the um, vet tech was like, oh, do you want to give me your shoe? I'll go wash it. And Melissa is like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, do. I do. She slips <laughs> off her shoe and hands it to her. It was so flipping funny. I was oh dying my, laughing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. She was my helper. She was my little elf. So uh, it was great. Elf. It was a, uh, a very productive morning, although she did not think that's what we were doing. Yeah. It was, um, it was good for the soul. We were helping others and it that was. was the best part. It's absolutely the best part. And so while we were out and about she was also, Kelly was telling me something that she discovered this holiday season. And some of you may enjoy one of Kelly's new favorite things. So oh. she was so excited to tell me about, what's it called? Screwball. It is an alcoholic beverage that um, our friend Jana told me about when she was in Dallas, that she and her friend Marla, which is our friend Marla as well, um, Marla introduced her to this drink and it is a peanut butter whiskey. Yes. And wait, 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 wait. Just you heard that right. Peanut, peanut butter, butter whiskey. whiskey. Okay. Go on. And, um, Jana had shared that. Oh my gosh, you won't get a headache from it in the morning. It's so sweet. You're going to love it, Cal. And she knows she's my drinking buddy. So we, we drink quite often together. So I went and bought it and I am in love with it. It and is so good. You, Kelly is a saleswoman through and through. She's oh telling me about, and I'm like, oh, I'm in. I totally want to try this. Sounds um, unique and different. I'd love to try unique and different things. I'm like, I'm totally in for this. And so we get back to my house and she's making herself a cup of coffee while I'm making a, an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> there you see the difference between the milk. And, and the, the kelp. kelp. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, I want to try it. So I pull out two cups thinking or glasses thinking she's going to have her own. She takes one sip of it. Ugh. And she literally made that like, she's like, oh my gosh. Like she's Ugh. like, no, first she went like this. Woo. Woo. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, it's so strong. Yeah. You, Which, she doesn't put water in it. It's just the whiskey on <laughs> ice. ice. It's on ice. And it is not strong. It is like, it is strong. Oh my gosh. If you're wussy, it's, it's strong. Whiskey. It's strong. It's peanut butter whiskey. If you have the word peanut butter before whiskey, it's not that strong. <laughs> so what it really tastes like is whiskey <laughs> and a very thick, full of sugar syrup that's poured in that it's maybe has thick. some fake peanut butter flavoring in it. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know where the, the thing is, but there's the ice. See, it's not, it's not thick. I don't know what you're saying. Okay. That's what it tastes like. It was the sweetest thing ever. Now I will say maybe watered down. I'd be able to get it down, but why, why I just wouldn't. So it was delicious. She, she was delighted because honestly, I don't think Kelly really wanted to share it with me. I didn't. No, I didn't. No. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to go buy another one. But it's a win. I'm glad she didn't like it. So yep. it's good for me because then I didn't even have to pour another glass. I just drank hers and, and then I poured my own afterwards. So 
It was good. It was. Yeah, so if any of you need a screwball, peanut butter, whiskey, yum, yum. There you go. There you go. You'll have to like do a picture of it, put it on Instagram. I will. Let's, let's do a post. Let's see I'm in. if people really like it or not. I'll have to pour a third one to do the picture though. <laughs> actually do the picture. Um, so this does probably very much sound like a celebratory podcast. We are so excited. We're coming up to the end of the year. This is actually the end of our third year doing this. Can't believe we've been podcasting Crazy. this long. Yeah. We have so much fun together and we love hearing from all of you every week who are like, oh my gosh, we just love hearing from you. We we really appreciate that. And so here we are back again. Um, but as we- Here we are back again. <laughs> as we are wrapping up this year in this holiday season, we did have a couple more key points we wanted to talk about, especially for any of you, yes, you listening right now, are you ready to make some plans for 2023? Yes, I am. Okay. Now, I don't really like making resolutions because I don't know. I it sounds short term. Well, yeah. And through <laughs> the years, anybody who makes, when you hear the word New Year's resolution, usually you chuckle afterwards for sure because they're always so, so short lived. Yes. So people are like, yeah, uh huh. New Year's resolution. Oh, you're going to lose weight this year. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Go to the gym yeah. every day for, yeah, for three weeks and then you're, uh-huh. you're over it. So exactly. we're going to change it up a little. We are. I, and I'm excited. I'm excited that we're, we're going to take you not as a new year's resolution, but how are you going to make a difference in yourself in 2023? Exactly. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. And here's the thing that, you know, we've noticed about people who make new year's resolutions. Like it always starts with, there's something in your life. You're not really happy about that. You want to change, right? (laughs) Yep. You have some kind of negative feeling or negative thought about yourself. And so you're like, imagine if this was the year. This is the dream. I'm going to dream about this. I, oh, I can, so I'm going to lose so much weight. I'm going to meet the man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Have I been saying this for the last three years? Maybe. Yeah. It still hasn't happened. No, that might be a new year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think people do these first two steps when it comes to these new year's resolutions, they, they have something they want to stop or get rid of or gain. Right. Um, they imagine it, they dream about it. Um, and maybe a little bit of belief is there, but yeah. I'm not even sure they really no, I, I believe think, it's yeah. possible. Percentage, probably 20%. If yeah. Not. Yeah. And and so right there, boom, your new year's resolution is going to be very short lived. Like yeah. Kelly mentioned, because without the true belief, which is stuff I we're going to, yeah, I can do this. And this is the things we are talking about in our, we can uh, get away our weekend workshop that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but so you, okay, let's say you believe, I believe I could do this. I believe I can. I mean, I, I believe enough that I'm going to commit to do it. So you decide and decision is great. Yep. Even though we sometimes want to doing it, dread it, here it comes going to do it. But here's where the next part falls off. And it's what we wanted to talk about today. Making the plan. It's not enough to go. Yes, I'm in. Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. Talk is cheap. So unless you are literally creating and it, it, the word creating is, I think a huge part where we have to make sure when you're creating something, it's, you plan it out. It's not like, okay, you've got these great intentions. All right. I'm going to have a, a new year's Eve party yeah. and um, it's the day before it's uh, no December 30th. And you're like, Oh, the party's tomorrow. Yeah. 
it doesn't, I mean, it could, you could pull it off. It could still work. You could fly by the seat of your pants and stress out and probably yell and scream at everybody. You come into contact in your home, outside your home, because (laughs) now you're trying to people at target. It's kind of like the Tasmanian devil. I picture like you're just spinning, spinning, uh, trying to get everything done for this party, or you could have better intentions and plan it out because waiting for it is really the part. That's the difficult part. Like, it's like, Oh my gosh, I have to put effort into this. Yeah. I think anytime you put time and energy into something, whether you want it like a party mm-hmm. or whether it's, I'm going to lose weight or whether I'm going to pay off a debt, time and energy to plan it is needed. It's absolutely. So I feel like that is, so let's, can we take the planning the new year's Eve party? Uh, yeah. So if, if it was you, Mel, I know you and I are way different when we, when we plan stuff. <laughs> Tell me some of the things that you would do in advance. Right. So I, I definitely am a planner. And the main reason why I plan is so that I don't end up with canker sores <laughs> in my mouth so that I can't even talk when I'm at my own party. I need to give myself and time. She like this and she has canker sores. <laughs> Just to let you know. It's not, it's not a pretty sight. So I have learned through time that Part of why I plan is to reduce stress. It really does reduce stress. But the other thing is the more that I plan ahead of time, the more successful it tends to be. So to take the time to really think about, so who would be the perfect guests for this event? Like who, who would love to see this person, that person who, you know, we love to play games, for example, on New Year's Eve, that's usually what our annual New Year's Eve is. And then at midnight, we always play left, right, center. You remember that game? Uh And then the thought is whoever wins the big pot, which is like 60 bucks, like obviously it's going to be a great year because you just won first thing in the new year. And so we think about like, well, who are we going to invite? Then we obviously reach out to all of those people so that they have time to plan. Then I have to think about, okay, what are we going to do for food? It's going to be nighttime. So probably just more finger foods are going to be fine. And can you delegate the food? Like then, oh yeah, if you do it in advance, yeah, you then you can say, time. okay, this person, can you bring this? Can you bring that? Yep. And then delegating actually relieves the stress of a lot of things as well. Well, and we always tell people bring all the Christmas goodies you were given. That's the dessert table. There you go. (laughs) So all the, you know, fruitcake has never shown up, but thank goodness, (laughs) goodness. but a lot of cookies and candies. Like, so nobody does a dessert because we all have leftover Christmas stuff. And then we do some like savory things too. Um, And then we plan the activities like we love to play games. So like I set up stations. And so when people show up, it's not like, um, oh, wait, wait, I think I have a game in the in the closet. Hold on. Let me go grab it real quick. Like, yeah, that can work, but it doesn't give off the same preparedness and enjoyment for me, for sure, as well as everybody else who feels like, wow, she really cared about this and she put time and attention into it. And I think when we want to plan our next year, whatever thing it is, I think it's the same thing. Think about how much better it will be. So Melissa, uh, this was around two years ago. She had me buy a calendar. She said, I want you to buy this calendar. And it was a year long calendar. And it was, um, a big one, like wall calendar. It was a wall calendar. It is still, no, I actually threw it away, but (laughs) it was rolled up. I never did. The years weren't good anymore. I never used it. 
And so certain things work for certain people, right? I know for me, I do like planning. I do like having small calendars. The big one was just too overwhelming for me, but it's kind of like, I think when we were teachers, Mm -hmm. we had to prep. And I think whenever we prepped our lesson plans, or we prepped to do a performance, the effort we put into something always paid back. Oh my gosh. The payback was always insane. And it wasn't just insane for you and I, it didn't just feel good for us. It felt good for our students. It felt good for our students' families. Like it was, you have to put the effort in Yeah, you have to to get, to get where you need to go. And I think the planning part a lot of people, including myself, yeah, we can dread that ball. part. Like yeah. it's like, oh, this is such a pain in the butt. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, and I think for some people, why they don't want to plan is they don't know exactly what to plan for. And that's understandable. I mean, plans should always remain flexible. You know, Kelly and I would do our lesson plans. And then at the end of that week, we'd be like, oh, you know what? We need to redo this or somebody didn't understand this concept. Let's reteach that. Like you want your plans to be on paper, ideally, but flexible. I mean, it's kind of like you think of um, like buildings. You think of big buildings, especially in California. Buildings are not so rigid that they don't move. In fact, they are built so that if there were an earthquake, and I'm sure this is true in other states as well. for sure. The buildings, these big structures are actually meant to be able to withstand some movement. And I think our plans kind of have to be like that, like structure it, but at the same time, be willing to go, oh, I thought that was the right plan. I thought that was the way to go. Kelly and I, with our lesson plans, we do these big musicals and then we'd find out, oh, somebody else needs the cafeteria, the multi-purpose room that day. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do it outside our room. Let's get extension cord. And like, you've got to be flexible to move with it. But so many people through the years have been like, gosh, Mel and Kelly, you guys get so much done. How do you get so much done? We plan it. Yeah. And then, which we'll be talking about in our next uh, podcast, we do it. Cause even that is different planning it and doing it. Well, and I know like one of my big things is I wanted to pay off my car. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to plan it out for the next year. I'm going to pay an additional. You didn't just hope. I I hope I pay off my car this year. <laughs> I hope I magically come I, into extra money. Yes. I'm going to win the lottery that I never play yes. and I'm going to pay it off. So you dream it. I ended up um, getting my calendar and I put on a day that every day, like say the 15th of each month, I was paying an additional $200 a month for my car payment. And, you know, there may be a month that an emergency happened and my emergency fund maybe couldn't cover it. And so I couldn't cover that 200. Okay. Does that mean the next month I have to pay 400? If I had it? Yeah. But if I didn't, all right, next month, I'm going to pay 300. And then I may do 300 again. I have to be able to be flexible to know that if I can do it, great. If I can't, I'm not going to beat myself up. It's not worth beating yourself up. So while we're getting into this and we're starting to plan next week, we'll talk more about this, but it's, we're doing the best we can do. And that's where we want you guys to like, let's start looking at it. What, what do you need to plan 
for this coming year. I know this is a big thing we're talking about next. Um, oh. No, I was going to say next week. Nope. At our uh, weekend getaway in a couple weeks. We actually forgot to announce some pretty big news. Oh, we did. We did. And we're really excited. We forgot the <laughs> part. We're all sold out. We're yep. We have all of our guests for our We Can Getaway, which is happening the first weekend of January. So we have some beautiful women that are going to be able to do all of this. Yeah, we're going to be, their brains are going to blow by Sunday. They're going to be <laughs> like, what just happened? But it is so it's exciting. exciting. Yeah, we're very excited about this. Um, On top of that, this will be close enough to um, Christmas. We have Hanukkah this week. So if you're celebrating Hanukkah, it's happening right now. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah. And then um, we won't see you until after Christmas. So we do want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Absolutely. And we will see you next week. Until then, we'll see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.